Welcome to Outside by Design, the podcast about the business side of creativity in the outdoor industry. I talk to some of our industry's finest leaders, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and creatives about crafting a life and a career based upon being outside. Welcome to Outside by Design. I am your host, Lisa Slagle. I own a creative agency called Wheelie, um, which is all about shouting your message from the mountaintops and protecting fun and working with people who thrive outside. So check it out sometime, wheeliecreative.com. And more importantly, enough about that, uh, it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. As a vegetarian, I will be hungry. It's going to be a day full of hunger for me. Um, just kidding. I'll eat, I'll eat so many mashed potatoes. It's going to be disgusting. And what better guest on Thanksgiving than one of the most genuine, energetic, and passionate, grateful, uh, business owners I've ever had the privilege of talking with. And I'm talking about Melissa Mutterspaugh. You probably know her as Mel. She owns a really awesome company called Mountain Mel's. And that's a company that makes herbal products you can feel good about all kinds of bug sprays and teas that are good for the environment and good for your body. And they're awesome. And they're an REI. So this is a great episode. If you are an entrepreneur that is just feeling like you're getting your ass kicked and you need some motivation, this is a great episode. If you are a business owner and you're trying to get your product into REI and what that is like, what that process is like, Um, and this is just a great episode if you're a mom and you're trying to figure it all out. So Mel is incredibly motivating and energizing, and I hope that you get as much energy from this conversation as I did because she's awesome. Enjoy. Hey, Mel, thank you so much for being here today on Outside by Design. Absolutely my pleasure. I'm stoked to be here. And the first question we always ask everybody is to describe where they are in the world and what their setting looks like. Awesome. Well, I am sitting in the foothills of Mount Hood. I'm inside my shop where I make all of our magic happen. So I'm in Welch's area and we've got this bright, beautiful shop where I look back on, well, part of it's a parking lot, but the other part's some woods and some foothills and people shopping. And then I've got this amazing painting of one of my favorite plants called Calendula that a really awesome chick painted for me in my shop and it's just beautiful and inspiring and bright and sunny and it's actually sunny outside in Welch's Oregon which is a very great rarity in November oh yeah that's very exciting it is (laughs) I just installed one of those like happy lights at my house yeah um, because the darkness is getting to me the the seasonal affective disorder or whatever it is There's a couple of good herbs to help you along on that route. St. John's wort specific for sad and some lemon balm is like known as nature's sunshine. So lemon balm is nature's sunshine. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So tell our listeners what you do, why you know all these things and uh, kind of what you've got going on with Mountain Mel. Yeah. So I like to say sometimes that I'm an 
accidental entrepreneur. I'm definitely a passion-based entrepreneur. So at Mountain Mel's Essential Goods, we make herbal products that you can feel really good about putting in and on your body. And it all really started because 10 or 15 years ago, I was a backpacking guide and wilderness therapist. And I saw people paying me like hundreds of dollars to walk them out into my sacred spaces so that they could feel better about life, which totally works. Yet they were carrying all kinds of toxic, nasty crap in their backpacks and first aid kits, and it was polluting their bodies and, more importantly to me, polluting our planet, and it really chapped my hide. So I started dreaming up this little herbal first aid kit and thought it'd be in all the adventure seekers' backpacks one day, and I would handwrite my labels and sling them around my little Mount Hood community And that then fueled my fire to learn more about herbal medicine. So I'm now trained as a clinical herbalist. So that's why you hear herb geek things like take St. John's wort and lemon balm for for seasonal affective disorder. Um, Yeah, so I'm really just all about doing what I can to inspire people to take better care of our planet through taking better care of themselves. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what's the difference between an herbalist and a clinical herbalist? Uh, I'm really, I've trained with a lot of doctors and I can definitely work with people and various pharmaceuticals and such. So a clinic, herbalists come in many shapes and sizes and formats. Like, you know, the mom at home who makes herbal concoctions for her kids is an herbalist. The farmer who grows herbs is an herbalist. Um, I'm trained to sit and work with people one-on-one and really assess what's going on with their bodies and their symptoms and what plants are going to do best to deal with the conditions that they're dealing with. And it can get really, really heavy and detailed and specific. It's almost similar to a naturopath, though naturopaths have way more schooling than I do, um, but I've studied with a lot of naturopaths. So yeah, I'm I'm trained to do all that stuff, but I don't because I'm too busy running a business. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And so tell us about Mountain Mel's and your big news And I'm very excited for you. Yeah, so Mountain Mel's just launched into REI, and I could not be more stoked about such a thing. It's a a great honor, and sometimes I'm still pinching myself as I'm cruising around on little REI tours, saying hey to the stores and their their customers and the staff. Um, It's super exciting. I just couldn't really imagine a greater partner to shout it from the mountaintops about how important it is to use plants as medicine for our planet and for the people and for the plants. So yeah, super exciting. We're in 25 stores in the Pacific Northwest. So all throughout Alaska, Idaho, Washington, Montana, Oregon. Yeah. Woo. So cool. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about the process about working with REI. And we have a lot of listeners who are making products that they hope to someday get into REI. And how has that gone for you? What what has stood out with you about preparing your inventory or, um, you know, tweaking your labels or what, what stuck out with you? Yeah, so... I think that my path into REI was quite a bit different than what most people go through. Like a lot of people, I think, do go to OR and and do a pretty fancy pitch with REI, things like that. And 
honestly, I, I went to a party and I had a really good time. And apparently the, the vice president's, one of the vice president's wives found our product and loved it and was like, that needs to be an REI. So I got really, really lucky there. Um, and I knew back in February that we were going to launch for the holiday season this year. And that was quite a challenge to get ready for because I wasn't sure how much of what they were going to need. And a lot of our product, like the essential goods line, we infuse a lot of those plants while they're fresh so that we can extract the most medicinal benefit from them. So it's like you got one shot in the year to infuse a ton of oil and not know how much of that oil to infuse was was quite a wild ride and challenge. Um, there hasn't been much change going into the labeling, though I am changing one thing on our little our bobcat balm and our essential salve. Right now we do that horrible shrink wreck plasticky stuff on the outside and that's always bugged me so we're switching to a 30% post-consumer waste and FSC certified label with little tabs on the outside so hopefully people don't twist and turn and open the tabs that way but that's about it for the label change Um, other than that they've been so awesome to work with like I really envy them because they have so many different teams and departments of people to do all of the things and you know they're like who's doing this for you and that for you I'm like oh yeah yeah, that, that, that I'm in charge of that department again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. And and what 10 people will I be speaking to in your department there? So, but yeah, everybody's been really helpful and going around the stores has been awesome. The staff, like I was just saying this to my partner earlier today, like it's just so great to see all of the staff at REI are so stoked to be there and they're so genuinely health, like happy to help all of their customers and they're knowledgeable and they're fun. And you know, what a, what a great company for people to work for. Like I I wanted to work for REI for so long. And now the reality of like, Oh, I'm working at an REI right now, but I'm working with REI and I'm working for me. And that's freaking cool. (laughs) Yeah, that is so cool. And so are you going around training like all the all the REI staff on how to talk about your product or what does that look like? Yeah, so I'm going um, I just hit five or six stores in the Seattle area over the past four days. And I go in if I'm lucky, I get to do their morning huddle, which is great. So you get like their morning staff there right before their opening. And I just get to tell the story of Mountain Mel's and why I do what I do and briefly tell them about the products that they're carrying and just kind of spread the stoke amongst the staff, which is so much fun for me to do. I I love that part. Um, But I don't get to always do the huddles because, well, I, I can't be in all those places every morning. Um, So sometimes I'll also like set up a little demo table like you'll see in the grocery store and I'll sit there with some of our herbal teas and the herbal first aid goods out and I'll tell all the staff to come by and I'll just give them the story and the rundown and yeah, tell them them why our products are better than what they're going to find on the shelves there now. And yeah. It's, it's great because you get so much support and they're so grateful for what I'm doing, which is, is, is a really, really lovely thing to hear. Yeah. Oh, that's so fantastic. What a, what a perfect situation for you. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's, it's super cool. (laughs) 
Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I already said I'm, I'm super shocked sometimes, but then not because it really is a great fit. It really, it makes perfect sense to think about all of the different paths and trails I've traveled to get to where I am right now. And it, it totally makes sense that we're an REI. I know that they're really getting supportive of female entrepreneurs. They're all about sustainable businesses and practices within the business. Um, yeah, it's great. It's really, really great because as we go along in this awesome outdoor industry, I remember back in the early 2000s, I was going to school for outdoor leadership and environmental and experiential ed. And and I had had this teacher in a politics of recreation class, and I was talking about how I was so stoked to get kids outdoors and everybody needs to be outside because that's where life's the best and, you know, all those great, exciting things. And, and this teacher was like, well, that's really cool, but what are you going to do when all of a sudden all your favorite places are now like big paid parks with caved over or paved over RV parking or like everybody's in your spots and you can no longer find that solitude or everybody's leaving trash in your favorite sacred places. And, you know, it, it sucked to hear that then, but I am, it sucks right now that I actually am experiencing that now. And, and I, as I watch the rise and people being stoked about playing outside, I think that's so cool, but I really, really wish that we could see more brands and people talking about, yeah, outside is cool, but it's even cooler when you take your shit with you. So like, stop ruining mm -hmm. everything, you know? So I'm just kind of at this point, like, okay, great. Um, we're an REI. That's super cool. They're all about getting people outdoors. That's super cool. They're all about loving this planet more. That's great. How can we mountain Mel's as a brand just shout that importance out to the masses even more too. And, you know, that's something I'll work with wheelie creative types of people on and other great people, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of wilderness therapy, are you one of those people that thinks therapy itself is inconvenient and difficult and you just don't like going to therapy because it's expensive and you have to go talk to a person and look in their eyes? Well, guess what? There's an online company where you can just chat. You get to text a therapist whenever you want and tell them everything that you want to tell them and then they tell you what they want to tell you and you don't ever have to meet. And they, I don't even know if they have to live in the same state. And that's an easier way to do therapy. But you know what's like therapy for your brand? A creative agency I know called wheeliecreative.com. If you're a business owner or a marketing director or a brand manager and you need some help, like your life is horrible because you've been tasked with everything and then you have to do all the things and then they were all due yesterday, guess what? That's enough to drive anyone crazy. But thankfully, wheeliecreative.com has your back. You can tell us things and we'll make them better with marketing and branding and strategy and probably some photo shoots and fun and we might send you beer and it's just a really good time with good results and then you don't go crazy thanks to your friends at wheeliecreative.com wheeliecreative.com we're here to stop you from going crazy so what you're a business owner and you're just slaying everything by yourself so let's talk about about that and shouting your message from the mountaintops. What do you think is the hardest thing about marketing? The hardest thing about marketing, you know, all of it, honestly, I, I think for me, <laughs> I, I speak 
all the time face to face with so much passion and energy and all of that kind of enthusiasm, which is great. But I don't know how to get it out to the masses. And it's not my favorite thing to do. So I would just say that. And maybe even focusing and planning on it, like marketing. It's... I'm grateful for people like you guys because you sit there and you plan it out, you map it out, you think all of those things. And me, I'm just like, woohoo, here I am. Listen to this. This is great. And that's all I've got, you know? <laughs> and and I know that's not the strategy that's going to make things happen well, but it's it's what's gotten me this far. So it's not what's going to keep making me go farther though. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because marketing, I, I had a really hard time coming to terms with the term marketing or agency and I still have a really hard time with the word agency uh, because it just sounds so scummy but like really you're just helping people find what they need yeah you know help helping people have a better option to bug spray because bug spray is disgusting and they need to get totally disgusting stuff and they totally need to quit bugging for sure everybody needs it it works Heat free and like you know and and like that's something that a lot of people aren't going to find on their own because I always say like business isn't field of dreams where if you build it they'll come like you have you know and so we're just helping helping make connections. Yeah, you guys are amazing at what you do. And like, you know, listening to you even get your own message out there, like your your really creative commercials in the middle of this podcast are freaking awesome. Like they just have me laughing so hard. I love that. It's great. But you're real with it. And I think that's so much of what it's all about is just being real. And, you know, I think one of the things that has frustrated me along the years in marketing is like, I feel like I've taken some time, too much time to try and be this image of something bigger than we are. Um, Like I had to impress these bigger people out there or something. And then this colleague of mine who's really been into some pretty impressive branding and marketing firms and worked with Nike and Widening Kennedy and stuff. And he was like, you know, there's companies out there that pay tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars to try and tell a story like yours. Like you're real, (laughs) you're the real deal. And they pay people to try and make this authentic thing happen. And I'm like, Oh shit, you're right, man. Like you're totally right. Authentic's like this, this cool word these days. It's definitely trending, I think. And it's, it's really funny when I think of it in that way. I'm like, Oh, right. (laughs) I don't know. So the idea of working with, Yes, I don't like the word agency either, but you guys totally are one. But um, yeah, just working with other brains that can that can hear my passion and they can be like, cool, let's take that and let's put that in a much different fashion so that other people or not even much different fashion. Let's shout it out and get it to the right people that need to hear this message, you know, and yeah, that's not my specialty. <laughs> I'll play with herbs and I'll talk to people and formulate awesome products that really work. Yeah, that's what I like to do. <laughs> yeah. And so I have a question for you because not only are you doing all these, you know, you're doing the inventory and fulfillment and you're doing everything, which is also amazing. Insane. Um <laughs> And insane. And you are a mom. So how do you find that balance? What's going on there? 
Ooh, balance can be quite a struggle often, but I'm, I'm working more and more towards it. You know, the hope now is I get to take my partner and bring him on board. So he's going to be working a little more full time for Mountain Mel's because he's got a stellar work ethic, but he's going to be somewhat bummed because he's been in the ski industry forever. He builds parks and such up on Mount Hood. And, but he's also watched how this business has grown. And, you know, we love our family. Our daughter comes to work a lot, which is cool. That can happen. Um, she's just going to be raised knowing that working hard can pay off and working for what you believe in can pay off. And we just try and take as much time as we can to go walk in the woods and go play. Super excited. Our daughter wants to ski this winter. Oh. Um, Work-life balance, I think it's it's always, I think it's struggle no matter who you are, well, particularly when you have children, yeah. yeah. Oftentimes, I think I'm going to look back on these days and be like, holy shit, you took on a business and motherhood at the same time. Not only are you insane, you're freaking <laughs> strong as hell, like, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, so how old's your daughter now? She's five. Oh Her God. name's Anira Dolores. She's queen of the forest. Um, um, she's cute. a sweet little girl. She's pretty funny. Anira means our snow in Welsh. And, well, we love snow in our family. So super stoked she finally wants to go skiing. It's been driving her dad nuts that she didn't want to when she was two. And she didn't want to when she was three. And she didn't want to when she was four. And I'm like, dude, she's still so young. Like, She'll get there. And now this yeah. year she's stoked. She said she's going to um, – she was watching some ski movies, and I can't remember who she was watching right now. It's totally slipping my mind, and I wish I could because she was like, I'm going to ski better than him when I grow up. And her dad was just like, yeah, victory. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm excited to watch what she does this this winter we did get her some skis quite a while ago but they were hand-me-downs and they were black and red and she's very much a girly girl um which I'm not so it's really funny to see how much pink and purple and sparkly things have come into our lives since we've had her um which I insisted I wouldn't do when I was pregnant and then I was like oh okay guess I'm doing that it's pretty cute actually so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we got her some cool flowery princessy <laughs> skis to ride on this winter so yeah I think she'll and be it's, stoked <laughs> it's so great that you're letting her just kind of do her thing and be herself and like what she likes yeah, I think that's important. I mean, what am I going to do? Try and force this human? That's what's so funny about parenthood and that whole adventure and journey. It's like when you're about to have a kid, you have this like vision of, oh, yeah, it's going to be like this and it's going to be like that. And whatever you think it's going to be like, it's not. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just going to be different. You just got to roll with it. They're their own humans. Uh, she's strong and stubborn and independent. And I think that frustrates her dad sometimes. But I am also strong <laughs> and stubborn and independent. So I'm like, hell yeah, she is. You know, like, <laughs> question his authority. But, I, you know, he's like, um, I'm the dad. She's supposed to listen to me. And I'm like, yeah, but she's also like, she's a strong little girl. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty funny to watch. Yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it, love it. It'll be great to watch watch who she becomes as she grows up. That's for sure. It's really I mean, 
yeah, when we were pregnant, I was like, all right, this is the next adventure in life, you know? And that's been one challenging thing I think for us is like, I've lived a pretty adventurous life and it's been a hell of a lot of fun. And I don't get to do all of those uh, adventures like I once did. Uh, you know, it's a different level of adventure, I guess, you know, it's a little bit slower. Yeah. It's not as easy to get out and do all the things and, you know, throw a business on top of there. It makes it even crazier. So yeah, right. I'll get that again. <laughs> yeah, you will. And I can say, cool, my 20s and 30s were freaking awesome, you know? And yeah, yeah. in the meantime, it's a whole nother ride. So yeah, and you get to help. feel better yeah that's my hope actually like as this mountain mouse stuff grows like ultimately for me I'll get to a point where I get to spend more time teaching and and sharing this information with people about these awesome plants and maybe even leading some hikes and I'm gonna do some work I hope with she jumps and their wild skills stuff and take some young girls out on plant walks and I don't know I think there's so much information to be known about what we're we're hiking around and playing around and that stuff is so valuable and it needs to be known by everybody. So yeah, if I can spend more time doing that, it'll be like, oh, yay, all that hard work's coming full circle. You know, people running the business and I'm out there doing what I really, really love and helping people become really passionate about nature and connecting and feeling better, like physically and emotionally and spiritually. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making a difference. Are you tired of paying car insurance one place, health insurance another, how home insurance, renter's insurance, all these types of insurances in all these different places? Wouldn't it be nice if you could bundle something? Well, I know something cool to bundle, a website with a logo. You should call our friends at wheeliecreative.com. They're a creative agency for people who thrive outside, and they believe that life should be lived, felt, and shouted from mountaintops. While we might not know anything about bundling insurance, we know a lot about bundling love, strategy, and results into one giant branding package that'll get your business results. You might be thinking, Lisa, isn't Wheelie Creative your company? Isn't that your creative agency that you started 10 years ago? Sure is, but I'm paying Iris to edit the podcast and Wheelie Creative is what sponsors this podcast, so you get to hear the ads about it. WheelieCreative.com. We don't bundle insurance, but we do bundle other things. That's cool because you're using all that wilderness. You said wilderness therapy, right? Yeah, totally. You're using that whole mindset in your business with your products. Yeah, it's true. It's fun to to recognize that as I've been in the trenches of, of again, like the new motherhood and and the new business like you just kind of get in this little world and it's hard to see outside of your tunnel but as I start seeing all these other things come come to fruition and the partnership with REI and all of these other great things I'm like sweet I'm gonna get outside and play again and that's gonna like be me spreading my passion to the masses freaking awesome (laughs) yeah yes and doesn't that make you feel like everything's just interconnected and you're like doing what you're supposed to be doing totally (laughs) <laughs> and like all all those shit show adventures you've been through in your whole life have like led up to what you're doing now. 
Yeah, it's so much fun to think of it that way. You know, I just, yeah, I feel like it's a bunch of different trails that have been traveled and like, it all makes sense. And I'm so grateful. And it's, it's really funny because I went to school for experiential ed, you know, and I didn't finish. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just decided to go off on my own things. And, and um, that's experiential education at its finest. And that's how I've learned everything I've learned through business and, and all the other things. So yeah, yeah. Taking, taking the long trail around, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, though, if that's how life should be, I think. Yeah. Much It'd be boring if you were like totally zoned in on what yeah. you were doing wouldn't it be where's the fun in that I can't handle boring I I quit if it's boring like oh there's I think that's another thing about business ownership it's like it's a constant challenge and I often refer to it like like climbing Mount Adams when I was in my 20s I was working for a guiding company and I had never climbed a mountain and I pretended like I had I was like no I've totally done this it's great (laughs) and I, I was sent up with this crew and and some in the crew um there were three women from Ohio and one was like 64 and in pretty darn good shape. And the other two were in their forties or so. And they were pushing like 230 plus and definitely not in good shape. And, you know, they were way behind within the first mile and, you know, they were like, okay, we're going to have you guys hang out at this base camp. And, I'm like, but I'm so close. Like, <laughs> I just want to climb the damn mountain. And so I like talked with my boss because it was one of my first trips with them. And I'm like, please just let me go. Let me go. And we had two parties going up. The other was like these men in their 40s from the Portland area. And they're like totally in shape. Like, you know, your typical dudes that live in Portland and want to climb a mountain and we'll pay you to take them up there. And, you know, they were rocking it. And the other guide was with them. And So the guy decides to let me go and I'm like, okay, cool. And I can see these three dots way up front, like ahead of me on a snowfield. And I just kind of follow these people on the snowfield, having no clue what I'm doing. Like I really didn't. (laughs) And I remember, I remember the false summit and like thinking I'm almost there and thinking I'm almost there and I'm thinking I'm almost there. And I think that's so much like business ownership. Like (laughs) there's always this like next little part that you got to get up to and you got to get up and you got to get up there and it's always a challenge. And, and yeah, that's kind of my little relationship there. But um, yeah, I finally made it to that summit and the three dots I had been following were the or the three or four dots maybe were the the party that was also with us and that was great because I really didn't have any clue how to get down either and it was my first time glissading down and um yeah so I was stoked to have run into them (laughs) that's fake it till you make it at its finest totally my strategy in business (laughs) (laughs) whoops amazing yeah totally I think this is some real hippie stuff, but I really believe in like the power of manifestation and Mm -hmm. like, you know, envisioning what you want and then being able to change it. But I think my, my very favorite thing about owning a business is that like, you can, you can literally manifest anything. Like, and if you, it's amazing. And then you can change, you can, you can decide like, no, we don't offer that anymore. Yes, we do this. No, we do that. You know? And so or you set the mood anytime you go into a room 
and you're dealing with your own business. And so I think that's my very favorite thing about working for myself. Yeah, it's great to be able to, yeah, make it how you need it to be. Um, And like, yeah, I think I'm in... (laughs) I've made it past the false summit. So <laughs> the rest of it's a little bit more enjoyable. And yeah, it's um, realizing that you do have that control to to make it how you need it to be, you know, manifesting your own destiny. And I always like to look back on the various things throughout this wild ride of life that I have sat and just manifested and made happen. And it's, it's, such, yeah. it's such a powerful force. It's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, like like when I was handwriting my labels ten years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, these are going to be in backpacks and camping gear, and they're going to be an REI one day," and I had <laughs> no clue what that meant, you know. And then I get lucky, and I, you know, go to a p- cool party that I was being paid to be at, and now I'm an REI. Woohoo! <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> So perfect. And you got there just by being you. Yeah, totally. Not trying to pound any kind of square peg into a round hole and pretend I'm bigger than I am or something that I'm not. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm I'm totally a research junkie too. And I'll sit there and, and read all the articles and all the do it this way, do it that way. And I'll be like, okay, I'll do it that way. And then I'm like, wait a second. That doesn't feel right hold on. (laughs) No, that's not it. Um, So yeah, I think following a a lesson, if I were to look back on like my years of doing this, is like follow your true heart and your passion and your soul and your gut and what you really want and make that shit happen. Just do it. Screw the rest of them (laughs) because they don't know what's going on with this, you know? And every business is different. So yeah, exactly. Everybody's always got their opinions, you know, and I've I've got a a lovely pocket full of awesome advisors and mentors and, you know, all those great, great people that you can listen to, but you know, you can't listen to everything they say, or you can listen, but you take like this little piece here and that little piece there and whichever pieces work for you and your vision and dream and business and you roll with those. And then the rest, you just kind of, toss off to the side and say that's okay thank you yeah (laughs) right and it's okay yeah it's okay to do that yeah yeah it's awesome to do that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) well do you have is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would like to tell our listeners there is one little cool thing that i'd like to share with your listeners um and it's, it's a bit of a story, so bear with me. And I think you might know this story, but um, back quite a few years ago, I so it's a story of actually what keeps me rolling through the really hard times of owning a business and keeps me darn determined and stubborn and, and, and like, you're not going to stop me no matter what it is that's frustrating and challenging right now. Um, Back quite a few years ago, when I was first just kind of learning about herbalism, I went to this awesome herbal conference where all these great elders of the herbal community were there. And I took this herb walk with a woman named Cascade Anderson Geller. And she's a super awesome herbalist, activist, righteous chick who taught at the naturopathic college and all these cool things. So she takes me on this plant walk and she's very 
all about like the connection to your surroundings and being very aware of what the plants are looking like around you and not even necessarily the ones you're looking to harvest, but are all the other plants healthy? Because if they're not, well, you might want to consider what's going on with the plant you're going to try and get. Anyways, super awesome herb walk. It was great. I connected with some amazing other beings there and I left that conference like, holy shit, this is what I really want to do. So I immersed myself in all these different herb programs and fast forward quite a few years later, I was pregnant with my daughter and I was going to the Portland School of Traditional Western Herbalism where we had like one of the best herbalists on the continent come in and teach a really intensive course for the month and and Cascade was set to come teach the next month and I was so stoked to see her again because I had only taken that one herb walk with her and she dies on May 4th on Herb Day 2013 and I was like damn that that sucks but yet Cascade continued to teach me in ways that I can't even believe sometimes to this day for almost the next two weeks she kept coming to me in my dreams and she would look at me right in the eye and she would say you have what it takes you have the voice, you have the power and the energy to shout up from the mountaintops and treetops about the importance of using these plants as medicine. It's important for the people. It's important for the plants. It's important for the planet. Go, go shout it from the mountaintops. And she was so direct when she said this and it kept coming nightly and I'd wake up and tell my partner and I'm like, whoa, dude, like this woman's coming to me in my dreams and she's got this message. And and I was never one to believe that somebody comes into your dreams. I'm like, okay, hippy dippy freak, whatever. Um, but it very much happened to me and uh, it was cool. So when I am having the really, really hard days as a business owner, I walk into the woods and I reflect on that and I'm like, damn, she's right. She's totally right. And so a couple weeks later, I was going to get a mind abdominal massage because keep in mind at this time I was pregnant with my babe and I was going to one of my herbal teachers who's a naturopath and she's like, nope, I'm busy. Go out to Hood River. I'm like, cool. So I go to Hood River, beautiful drive from where I live. It's a really incredible drive. Um, And I get there and this woman and I are like, gosh, you look really, really familiar to me. And we finally figure out that we were on that herb walk together. And this woman had studied down with the Mayans for living down there for like seven years. And she says the Mayans believe that the spirit lives on for nine days after death. So they leave a candle lit and the spirit goes around and spreads the messages that they need to spread to the living people. And yeah, so it's totally a hippie woo-woo story, but it's so for real. And it's that message that keeps me rolling on my mission. And now to like think of the hard and challenging mountains I've had to climb to get to where I am now. And then that connection, that holy shit, Mountain Mouse is now an REI and there is no better platform for me to shout it from the mountaintops and the treetops about the importance of doing these things for the people and the planet and the plants. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's my story. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're fucking awesome. So Sorry for making like, my to cast on your podcast. You sure are. Yippee. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm so glad that you created the time for this and yeah. uh, can tell your story on this podcast too. 
Thanks, Lisa. You're awesome. Thanks for doing all that you do and really rocking it in the outdoor industry and having such a great time. And thanks for getting your staff all their wilderness first aid. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. I uh, We That's just did that so all weekend. Cool. Yeah. We're trying to be safe on photo shoots and we end up taking a lot of marketing managers and ambassadors and all kinds of different people into the backcountry. And I was like, you know, we better, we better get it together. <laughs> totally. Yeah. My partner just, Timberline just paid my partner to get his first aid. I'm like, it's about freaking time. Like my, I had a woofer way back in the early two thousands, but totally out of use, but I would love to do like a woofer combo with like the plants that are growing out there class. It'd be so much fun. But yeah, I think it's so awesome and so important that you did that for your staff because not only are you guys like out on awesome photo shoots, but aren't you living epic lives playing outside where sometimes shit happens? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. Cool. Nice well, um, where can people find you? We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, you can find me at mountainmels.com. And then, of course, we're on Instagram with M-T-N-M-E-L-S. And I believe it's the same for Facebook. Um, and you can also find Mountain Mel's products at mountain or at REI.com, which is super cool. So they have some of our herbal teas and our herbal first aid goods there. So sweet. Yeah. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks so much, yeah. Lisa. You're awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm so stoked to be on your show. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to Mel for being on the podcast. Check her out, mountainmels.com. Go to REI, buy her products because they are good for you and they are good for the environment. And I've even put them on my dog's paws, which is cool. I don't know if you're supposed to do that. Sorry. I hope, I hope that you are. Tune in next week when I get to talk to Marie Weathers, the customer service manager at DeKine. So tune in next week for that. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy those vegetables. Eat your vegetables. 